Well, far be it from us, we found out that I guess it was harder to go see Overlord than expected. I saw it, but uh, old Troy to the Max over here could not find the time. But alas, with that comes with a heavy heart that we do, in fact, have an idea for a show this week as we lost a great one in the great Stan Lee. And with that, we decided it'd be best to pay homage to this great man by covering what he considered the best superhero film made in the modern era, or at least while he was still alive. We're talking about the 2002 Spider-Man. Will this movie live up to the legend that was Stan Lee? Or shall we say is? We'll never die. That's right. We're talking about a great man and a possible great film, Spider-Man, on a review. Review. Better. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give you our big, smoky-voiced opinions. <laughs> Coming straight out of the lounge. That's right. Making a little sexy <laughs> up in here tonight. Uh, You're listening to Review Review After Dark. I'm a Troy to the Max Extreme. Better. <laughs> And right up top, we are talking about the 2002 Spider-Man movie that set the world ablaze yes. on its release. In honor of a great man. We'll talk about him more in uh, some possible bits. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. We might do it. We're, <laughs> we might just skip it tonight. Yeah, yeah who cares? <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> but yeah, we are doing Spider-Man up on the head of the show, but right down near the bottom of the card we Ooh. are gonna start out with a little bit of news what was happening in this last week jt i i don't know you go you do you have it yeah i have it okay <laughs> <laughs> listen i'm not trying to play the show on its head here <laughs> what, what's happening right I now i know i posed that as a question but you could have just <laughs> handed it back off to me which you did very well thank you <laughs> you're very welcome I got some Netflix news right off the top, JT. Tell me! Uh, excuse, you have to also excuse my voice, everybody. I did four and a half hours of recording <laughs> Imperious Rex today, so just bear with me. This is the aftermath of what happens. Yeah, it's all Ghost Hunter Dave's fault. It really is. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's fine. Sometimes. Um, Stranger Things Season 3, JT, yes. has officially wrapped filming you know what's weird though i thought this was coming out this fall like this last fall i thought i thought i heard they were doing they're taking a year off i totally missed that so it's officially wrapped yeah it's coming out summer next year yes which at this point why don't you just push it off to like halloween i mean come on i mean that's just me think just spitball in here i mean what the fuck <laughs> what are you even doing <laughs> you dummies pieces of shit but yeah so look forward to that sometime in the summer yeah. of next year. You got, oh, what's his name? He's got to be Hellboy. Oh, oh yeah. 
whenever that decides to come out. Yeah. Or show <laughs> trailer. Apparently, it's all done. <laughs> or show what a trailer. Is, what is going on? Or even on? show that it exists in some way. <laughs> Jesus, it keeps getting pushed out. I keep getting worried that it's never yeah. going to come out. It was just, it was specifically filmed for just a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, he wanted it for himself. He wanted it for himself. What is going on with that movie, JT? <laughs> it just, it's never coming out. We saw one poster for it. And then <laughs> nothing. Not a damn thing. It's, it's supposed to literally come out. It was slated for it to come out in weeks. And now it's just like, ah, maybe April. Who knows? Ah, maybe. <laughs> so anyway, look out for that. David Harbour is checking right into the show. What yeah. What is going on here? Um, other Netflix news, JT. Mowgli. Yes. Um, the, uh, what's his face? Gollum. Or... Why am I Andy Serkis? Yeah, the monkey guy. He uh, his Jungle Book take yes um, has been picked up officially by Netflix. Oh yes, I think I don't know if we reported on this specifically or not, but I was shocked to see that a Netflix officially picked it up. Yeah, and is distributing it this winter, like in December. Oh, with a mild <laughs> theatrical release. Yeah. Just Ooh, maybe so I think it, there might be some uh, Oscar buzz. See, I think the opposite. I think they're just humoring Andy Serkis <laughs> to put it out in theaters because that's what his original plan was. Mm-hmm. But Netflix picked it up because I think the studio might have that put it on might have thought it was going to be for a loss. Yeah. So they're just cutting their losses and taking whatever Netflix would buy for. I guess and then taking whatever residuals from the theater will they'll give it back. I'm I'm curious to see it because I guess it's supposed to be more. Accurate to the book. Right. The original, like, folk tale or whatever yeah. it is, it's supposed to harken pretty close to that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks different from the one that came out a few years ago from Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... I saw they put out a new trailer for it, but I didn't get around to watching it. I... The trailer I saw... I don't have it down in my trailer section, but the trailer I saw was one I haven't seen yet. It shows more stuff with, um, like, the Indian... I guess native tribe yeah. stuff going on. I'm not a fan of how the animals look. No. They're more personified mm-hmm. than like the Jungle Book one. They have like more humanish type features. Oh. Which is kind of like uncanny valleying a little bit for me. Yeah. Anyway, it's I think weird. Anything that's alive like anything like live action jungle book was gonna be weird. Yeah. In some way. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, but this one even more so. So there you have it. All right. That's, that's my thoughts on the matter. Um, so we did mention that it was hard to see Overlord. Mm-hmm. Um, and reviews are coming out from it, and it's not getting hot reviews either. Yeah. Like the few people, the critics have seen, and they're like, oh, this is pretty great. Like, it's a fun, action-y thing. But, like, otherwise, it's kind of just getting mild reviews. But, like, I can only assume... Not enough people are seeing it because even at our local theater, yeah. it has a handful of showings a day yeah. in one screening room. Yeah. And the other theater doesn't have it at all. <laughs> I know. And they're still showing Venom. Like, yeah, what, what are you fuck? doing with your life? Yeah. Well, I saw it, so I'll, I'll give my two cents at the end of the show. If I didn't have an action-packed beginning of the week... <laughs> I was going to see it today. Yeah. But even then, it only played at a time where I have to pick Macy back up from daycare. Yeah. So I wouldn't have been able to see it anyway. Well, it, it was... Yeah, it. this was like the weirdest I ever saw for like showings for a film because it was like... 
I think that Thursday I was going to see it by myself if, if uh, Molly didn't want to see it. And that had like maybe five or six showings. And then that Sunday it was already down to three in yeah. one day where I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I couldn't tell you, man. I thought it was supposed to be like a wide release. It made it yeah. seem like that, but I guess yeah. it's not. I mean, they don't have like the biggest stars in it, but I mean, it's Bad Robot. They're usually right. pretty good in terms of production agency. Who knows, but, man? I don't know. Maybe it sucked. We'll find out later. <laughs> yeah, we sure will, won't we? <laughs> um, JT, I got some odd news. You know, the uh, popular film category from yeah. the Oscars that was nixed. Yeah. Apparently, they still may be doing that. <laughs> Only for the ratings grab alone. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, because right as it was announced that they were going to do that, a lot of backlash against it. Like, why would you need to do that? Yeah. This is a ceremony to bestow a great honor for all of our thespians out yeah. there. Not for a box office draw. Yeah. First of all, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're just jerking yourselves off on a thing that you control. Yeah. Oscars. Anyway, I like watching them anyway. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I just look up the results because I actually like looking out for other kinds of movies besides like blockbusters, which is, that's the reason why you don't need it for the Oscars. Right. Because everyone already knows these fucking movies exist. Right. Like, hey guys, so uh, we got an award. That's coming to this this film you may have heard of called Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. So uh, have you ever heard of Avengers? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever heard of? <laughs> so there's a, there's a small indie film come out called Avengers: Infinity War. <laughs> you might want to check this one out. Yeah. Might have fallen under your radar. Right. Uh, yeah. So anyway, they're still probably gonna do it just to boost the ratings of the show. Oh, Which, fuckers. If anything, they need to like make it shorter. Yeah. Make that thing like an hour and a half long. Yeah. There's so much fucking pageantry and just like jerking each other off about shit. Yeah. And then like. Get it over with. Like a few channels do like a red carpet event that's just as long as the show. Oh my God. Yeah. Who gives a fuck who you're wearing? <laughs> it's. Give it's a goddamn. Like, it's like the big game. Watching the big game. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so much pre-production and all that shit. Yeah. For fucking what yeah <laughs> here's know. a fancy presentation of random suits that all look the same and pretty ways to cover your your boobies <laughs> that's pretty much what it is yeah like hey you can see my entire body but my my titties <laughs> those are just for me yeah those are for me oh my god <laughs> um last bit of news i got jt jim cameron Old Jim Cams. The, uh, the... He's got those four <laughs> Avatar films. That's right. Right around the corner. That's right. And there may be uh, around the corner faster than you think. Not yeah. that they're going to change the dates or anything, but that was a bad segue. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he says that the main cast has all wrapped filming for every sequel already. Oh, awesome. What? So there's Bullshit no... <laughs> is that... I hope they, like, throw away the last three movies. Like, they're, just, <laughs> they're just like, we wasted our time on most of this. That blew my mind when he says that the main cast is already rap filming for all of the sequels. I'm yeah. like, no fucking way. They just do, they just, they just, they do the, the second, they put the second one out and it bombs horribly and they're like, well... Good thing we got all this film. Yeah, good thing we got all this shit. Just dump them all out in the same them day. Yeah. 
Take a big theater shit. <laughs> Let's do one of these big marathon viewings where anyone that cares to see it can fucking watch it. Yeah. Just sit watch the six for... hours of horse shit. Yeah. What, put all five of them out for like 10 hours. <laughs> yeah. You, it would be like 15 hours long. I bet all of them are like three hours long. Yeah. Jesus. See people like Dinosaur Neil with Lord of the Rings just like getting the box set. <laughs> right. Watching... Nine hours of footage you didn't need because it wasn't in the original. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of some Navi fucks just jumping around on trees. Some Navi fucks. <laughs> Big God. blue monkey people just God. fucking pterodactyls. I don't know, man. I mean, I didn't even hate that movie. I'm just it's like, just, I'm just sick of this. It's just souring you that they made four of them. I mean, it's unnecessary. Yeah. It's such, like, a. I'm so great move where it's like, I'm going to make these four movies that nobody asked for, but they're fucking great. Yeah. It's a real power move. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm James fucking Cameron. I can do nothing wrong. Yeah. I just made four of the best movies ever made. Jesus. The only one better than this is Avatar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, it's hard to argue with a guy with a track record that strong. Yeah. But, god damn. He's <laughs> got... Like, I don't know. It, and most people, like, fucking get a tattoo when they have a midlife crisis, not make four movies. <laughs> four of a sequel expensive to, movies. Yeah, off of a, off the sequels to a film that came out almost ten fucking years ago. I'm going to tell you, man, he's got bubbles in his brain from coming up too fast in that submarine. It's that marinara trench, man. <laughs> I know. He's it got, did things to he's him. He's all fucked up. Yeah. Whatever it's called, rickets or something. <laughs> he's got the rickets. It's, it's whatever it's called, not rickets. It's something else. <laughs> it's what, that's what it's called. It's called not rickets. <laughs> oh, my God. We, we determined that before. I just remembered what it was actually called the other day, and now it's uh, whatever. <laughs> Fuck me, right? It's called not rickets. <laughs> Anyway, that's it. That's all I got for news. All right. Well, you rest that voice, Troy. Oh, I'll, thank you. I'll hold. I'll, I'll grab the reins. Okay. Look down, Troy. See those footprints in the sand? This is me carrying you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Uh, Troy. Yeah. We love that alien. That alien. Uh, Fuck, what was that movie that came out? <laughs> Alien Covenant. Covenant. Yeah, we loved it, didn't we? You bet Fuck we it. did. No, we didn't. <laughs> but uh, now uh, details are coming out for the next film, Alien Awakening. Oh, boy. The next Alien film from Ridley Scott. And he says in this, it's going to be the remaining surviving... Uh, oh, what the fuck are they... The architects, or what the fuck are those? Uh, engineers? Yeah, the engineer, the remaining engineers from uh, David's attack are plotting revenge against David. All right. That's, what's, that's what Alien colon Awakening is supposed to be. So not really an alien movie. Yeah, uh, not really. But they <laughs> he does say that this will be the film that connects to Alien. This is going to be the one. This is going to show... How the events of Alien unfold. All right. Well, you've already fucked up continuity so hard that you can do yeah. whatever you Who want. Who gives a shit? Care. Yeah, you're just fucking. Jesus. Yeah, it's already fucked. It's fucked doubled over. Yeah. 
it's t- Alien Covenant. I can't. Alien Covenant's probably one of the worst modern films I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird because it's very well shot. Everything else looks great in it, but it just is so stupid. It's all <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's just so stupid. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I kind of like losing his voice, Troy. <laughs> uh, Troy, have you uh, seen anything from A Star is Born yet? Like any reviews from Lady it? Gaga, Bradley Cooper? Not much. I've kind of stayed off of it. Yeah. Are you, are you interested in it? Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, Troy. I'm a, I'm a movie going man. I, I know. I know. Well, I hope so. Well, most I mean, who, of the, the time who the hell? I... Who the hell would I be talking to every week? <laughs> Just a specter. <laughs> I'm a I'm a great bullshit artist. <laughs> well, uh, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper have both vowed that if their single from the film "Shallow" is nominated for an Oscar. Uh-huh. They will perform it at the Academy Awards. Oh, all right. Only if nommed. Yeah. All right. So, uh, the you see it at Oscars. the Oscars. Get ready to see Lady Gaga at the Oscars going, ha! <laughs> Is that the song? That's the whole song. <laughs> oh, that sounds horrible. The entire song. Oh, no. It, 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 it makes sense in the movie. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sorry. It's out of context for me. I, I'll laugh later, I guess. <laughs> Uh, Troy, Game of Thrones. I know you're a huge fan of it. GOT, man. Because you fucking make me feel like shit for watching it all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I love it. Thanagarians or whatever. Thanagarians? Nope, that's not it. I I took a leap and I missed. (laughs) (laughs) It was close enough, Troy. But, uh... They finally put down a month for when their uh, final season's coming out. All right. Season eight, April. Get ready. All right. April 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make them wait even longer. Make them wait. Jesus, people be Make them froth of they'll the be, mouth for be it. Banging on to- whatever J.R.R. No, that's not it. The Whatever his name is. The other one. Uh. Ludwig von Game of Thrones, whatever his name is, <laughs> that we banging at his door, just kicking in his shit to get that fucking last. <laughs> kicking in his shit. He has nothing to do with this last season. God, it's so bad. I can't even remember his fucking name. That's even worse. I'm trying to remember too. I know I've totally fucked up your brain now because now you. I, know, I can't even think of anything. anything but J.R.R. Tolkien. I know you fucked up my Tolkien. <laughs> George Martin. Yeah, Martin. there we go. God it's, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, it made me. Got, I got Tolkien on the brain now. <laughs> uh, I'm being. I'm being. <laughs> I'm being infected by the Tolkien writer. <laughs> oh my god. I just want to see what the Tolkien writer is. Come on, Jimmy Cams. Give it to us. Show us who the Tolkien writer is. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, Troy? Yeah. That Star Wars TV show, The Mandalorian. Right. 
seems that they have casted their titular Mandalorian. All right. And it's a good one. Oh. Pedro Pascal. Oh, okay. I dig it. So there you go, Troy. I haven't seen him in much of anything in uh, in a minute, so that's good. Give it to me. Yeah? Just give it to me. Give it to me. Just get that Disney Plus streaming service. <laughs> that's what it's called now. Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. I guess I did hear Disney that. Plus. Disney Plus. In the most boring name given to anything. Oh, shit. Everyone has a pl- fucking PS Plus. Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus. Oh my Jesus Christ! Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Find something better. Right. I don't. I don't know. About times. Get a multiplication. <laughs> the Disney Divide. <laughs> Come on, Troy. Our country's divided enough. We don't need our Disney dividing Sorry. us. Sorry. <clears throat> Come on, Troy. That's all my news, Troy. Oh, all right. Well, um, before we get into Excuse me. Um, maybe a little bit of a downer news. Mm-mm. We do have a bit of mail. <gasps> That's Uh-oh. right. Load up the screen, baby. What? That's right. Is this time for a mail scream? <laughs> <laughs> it is, JT. Ah, it's hitting it twice. <laughs> oh, no. Just on loop. As requested from our last episode, yeah, we called out the one and only <laughs> Big Eric. Yes! Big Eric Olsen. And he writes... What? Gentlemen. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's so formal. Yeah. As requested, I'm emailing into the show. Keep making the fun content. Love the show, even if Troy watches the wrong movie. <laughs> 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 and with that... You may now play the male scream. Yes. <laughs> Which we did. I'll do it again. Because Eric requested it. Male scream. Times two. <laughs> I replied, Eric, consider it screamed. <laughs> Eric's a great guy. We know yes. him personally. We but, do. Uh, great guy. I think it was his birthday not that long ago. I believe it was as well. I mean, wait, I'm thinking of something else. Maybe it was like a month ago. It was more than that. I just remember seeing that he was up at uh, our favorite uh, bar up the street. And I was like, should I go up there? And then Macy like was having a fit. And I'm like, no. Because <laughs> I will be going up there by myself. I don't need that stress added to my life. So Eric, next time you're up there, hit me up is what I'm yeah. saying. We'll buy you a cold one. I'll buy you a cold one. I'll buy him first. Oh, Jesus. I'll get the little lady something. How about that? (laughs) Eric, you're a champion. Keep being a champion, would you? (laughs) Yeah. Will you shut the fuck up and be a champion already? (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. So, yeah, that'll bring us into a little bit of a dip. Yeah. In in the emotion. in uh, In the old heart region. The segment we call... It's a big one, too. That's right. Neil's, Neil's bits. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's bits. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. <sighs> oh, God. 
Okay. <laughs> you know, I just realized, like, his song is to pop in for a person that's just recently deceased, and we disgraced the song so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, is that offensive to the person who died or just to Neil? It's just to Neil. Yeah, it's just to Neil. <laughs> um, if anyway, if you haven't pinpointed out the death this week yet. Actually, I got two deaths, Troy. Oh my God, Joel, you're going to kill me here. I know. You well, already can hear him on my last we the, leg. We have the big, yeah, I know, I know. You're, you're hanging on by a thread. But Troy, I've got, before we get into the big death, I do have oh one that is smaller, but not, not small enough that we have to ignore it. All right, all right. Um, I, th- I even think you even brought this up, Troy, on our Twitter. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, I did. Douglas Rain. Yeah. Died at the age of 90. Yes. I don't know who he was. He is a prominent part of a film we reviewed on here from uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. He yes. was the voice of HAL 9000. Yep. Yep, yep. It's quite a loss. People will be now scared. That not only in artificial intelligence can get them, but maybe from beyond grave. Ooh, Douglas <laughs> Rain, look out. <laughs> With his haunting, robotic-like voice. I don't know what you're talking about, Troy. <laughs> um, yeah, what um, an influential role that he had that it carried on to, like, everything AI robotics after that movie was made yeah. through his performance, which you don't yep. even see him. It's yep. just a haunting... Like, vacant voice. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really well done. So, Douglas Rain, may you uh, artificially intelligence <laughs> the heavens above. <laughs> That's right. And Stanley died. All right, let's move on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh I'm kidding. My. I'm kidding. Anyway. I, I would like to think that Stanley would get a kick out of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who knows? Um, anyway, uh, I think on the same day, it's pretty close. I think it was on Monday. Was it the same day that? No, I don't think it was the same day. I think, I think he died like earlier. The day after? The day before. Douglas Rain, I think, died the day before. Okay. Yeah. That's what I meant. Um, Stan Lee did pass away. Um, at 95 years old. That is nothing to scoff at. No, born in 1922. Yeah. By the Great Depression. <laughs> yeah. He's a depression baby. <laughs> he, uh, rose to the ranks of being just a go fetch em boy. Like yeah. at this, like, publishing house. Is that the actual title? It uh, was like a, like a, a go gopher. fetch em boy? It was like a gopher. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, go get this. Go get coffee. Go do whatever. Yeah. To get, like, whatever he can. Mm-hmm. And then rose to the point where he was president and CEO of Marvel Comics at yeah. one point in the 90s. <clears throat> um, humble beginnings to big, influential... He's, like, Marvel's spokesperson, even though he didn't work for them for, the like, the last 20 years. Yeah. It's insane. Hey. Um, but yeah, he has... It's had a ton of memoriams out in the, since he's died. Like, mm-hmm. I, I saw something at work, like, they were doing it on, like, Good Morning America. Jesus. And, like, people have blessed his star on the Walk of Fame with, like, roses and a ton of stuff. Just leave him there. So yeah. it's really great. Like, a lot. Like, I, it's sad to say, like, I wish he could have seen the outcry that happened when he did pass away. Because he oh, yeah. it completely appreciated 
it more like he touched so many more people than I think he even realized. Oh, yeah. Well, I think, I think I don't know, a part of me wants to think that he had, like, an idea of it because there's, I've even heard so many people where it's like, they just kind of knew it was coming where it's like, oh, shit, did Stan Lee die? <laughs> you yeah, just, right. Like, well, people just, like, dreading it. Between, like, you, me, and, like, Dave and Neil, like, any, like, big news, it's like, oh, my God, it's Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> because he has had a few <clears throat> rough years with his health. Yeah. And then last year, I think his wife passed away. Yeah, and it's usually kind of a thing where it's like, once your wife goes, you're not too far behind. Right. But uh, granted, he's 95 years old. So it's oh, not, yeah. Like, There's nothing. Huge yeah, surprise. he's We're not. All just yeah. kinda, I mean, not waiting for it. But yeah. it was a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened, like, that now it was the time. So, like, a big, huge legacy. More than... Probably one of the biggest deaths we've ever covered on the show. Yeah. Of something he's left behind. But, like, what a great guy he was. Up until, like, his death, he was still, like, an energetic old man ready to entertain at a moment's notice. Yeah. Like, he was just as big of a character as the ones he created. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was listening to, like, just people talking about him on podcasts and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's like... Part of the part of the reason for Marvel's success is that he was just such a he was so much out there. Yeah, like he almost kind of felt like the narrator for like the Marvel superheroes themselves. Right. right. Sometimes even being the narrator in like cartoons and stuff, yeah. he would be the overseeing <laughs> yeah. narrator of all yeah. this stuff. So yeah, it, it's uh, quite a legacy. Yeah, and the fact that like he was like kind of a big part of like why most Marvel characters were kind of like they weren't like. They almost had like flaws to themselves, right? Like he was the big, the big proponent for like making it so that superheroes weren't like these godly, these... unattainable things. Yeah, for people like us. Yeah, yeah. And that was yeah, that was his huge mantra throughout any character he created. That like, yeah, sure they can do these amazing things, but deep down they're just people with the same kind of issues that everybody else has. Mm-hmm. And it totally rang true with a ton of people. Yeah, when he created all these characters, even up through now. Yeah, like. Granted, like, the DC characters, like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, like, these highly... They're, like, these god figures or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, even after, like, the success of these Marvel characters, you got to see, like, more f- character um, moments with, like, DC characters. Yeah. Like, trying to humanize them a, more, oh, yeah. a little bit. Not being, like, Superman who could sneeze and destroy a solar system yeah. or whatever it is. God, even yeah, even their human character had to be a fucking billionaire. <laughs> yeah. It's like you just can't make him a guy. <laughs> yeah. But, but even like so like a millionaire industrialist like Tony Stark or whatever. Yeah. He was made to be like this cocky dude. Yeah. And then something bad happens and he gets like a life altering moment where he's got like shrapnel in his heart Yeah, and needs to use his own cunning to like get himself out of a situation. Yep. So it's like real, just smart stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. Stanley, you will be missed, especially by me. Yes. <laughs> Some somewhat by Joel. I mean, Hey, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. <laughs> hey, cool enough that we're going to be dedicating the show to him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a tip of the hat. A tip tip of the hat. Tip of the old newsboy cap. Yes. To uh, old Stanley. There you go. Um, so, yeah, that'll bring us into some trailers, JT. You know these it's are done. done. They're these done? done, baby. You know they're done, baby. <laughs> um, I have two trailers. One of them is just a teaser, but... Yeah, I've got 
three with one of, with one of them being a teaser. All right. You want to talk <laughs> about uh, the teaser? <laughs> sure. <laughs> is it Toy Story 4? It is Toy Story 4. <laughs> now, it doesn't show much of anything at all. Like, yeah. The teaser I thought was pretty weird, but it shows like all like the main cast of the yeah. last... Uh, like all the Toy Story movies, you got mm-hmm. to see like Buzz, Woody, um, the girl doll, Jesse, Jesse, uh, Slinky Dog, Dinosaur, Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, all of them just kind of like ring around the rosying, yep. and then there's like a weird spook, like a weird sports dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like I'm not a toy. <laughs> and he's like not freaking out or whatever. I do like the idea of that though, where it's like. Because it's like, what constitutes a toy? Like, you put googly eyes on a... On a like, especially because, I guess... Because if they're going to be owned by the same person they're handed down to after the third one... She was yeah. like a little girl. Yeah. I remember being a kid, just like putting... I remember like making action figures out of Play-Doh. And yeah. I would just like play with them because it's like, oh, I could rip his head off. Right. Well, shoot. Like, I would make like paper dolls out of the toys that like I couldn't afford to get or whatever. Yeah. And just, like, draw them and cut them out and use those as, like, yeah. toys or whatever. But, no, I love the idea of, like, a spork with googly eyes and, like, pipe cleaners for arms having this identity crisis. Where it's like, am I a toy? <laughs> <laughs> what is life? And just hearing all this hype about Toy Story 4 and, like, how uh, Tom Hanks got, like, so emotional yeah. during the end of it. I'm like, what the fuck is this what is, movie Yeah, about? Wow, what's going to happen? <laughs> like, because I thought, like, Toy Story 3 was a pretty fitting ending. Yeah. So I'm like, I have. Where are they going from here? Where mm-hmm. I can like really jump back in and care again? You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know either, man. I just don't know anymore. Better be fucking good. It better, yeah. <laughs> All this fucking. It's on hype. you, Tom Hanks. If the <laughs> yeah. shit sucks. Yeah. Actually, I'll put it on Tim Allen if it sucks. Tom Hanks is always good in my book. He's America's. Yeah. We need him to stay strong for America. Okay. Yeah. For Christ's sake, JT. Don't put that on Mr. Hanks. <laughs> yeah. We need you. We need you, Mr. Hanks. <laughs> I don't even call him Tom. I need to call him Mr. Hanks because I respect him. I respect him. <laughs> God damn it. Respect this fucking man. <laughs> He's supposed to be Mr. Rogers next year. That's right. I respect that. I fucking respect that. <laughs> uh, what's the other one you have, Troy? Detective Pikachu. Okay. Well, I can talk about mine on on mine then. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see the Detective Pikachu? Yeah, I did see that one. Okay, but so uh, we'll say that uh, we'll say for the yeah last. we'll say that for last right. because I saw the they put out a trailer for the film Captive State. I don't know if you heard about this one, Troy. I have not. But uh, it's supposed to be a film where uh, it has John Goodman in it. Okay. And uh, it's supposed to be about. Uh, the Earth after it's been invaded or, or successfully invaded by aliens, and you kind of see both ends of it, where it's like the humans that work with the aliens and the ones revolting against them. Okay. And um, from what I heard, they're supposed to take a take like a take on it, where it's like you see from both sides why either side would do what they're doing. Okay. And I think that's kind of an interesting interesting concept. All right. Yeah. I'll have to go and check this. Is it a decent trailer? Yeah, it's fine. Like they don't show too much in it, but <laughs> okay. uh, like from what I heard, it's supposed to be like you you follow someone who works with them and then someone that revolts against them, and then you see from both sides like why they're doing what they're doing. Okay, who's who? Um, what studio is doing this? Um, 
It sounds like a bad robot movie. Is it? No, not? it's not bad robot. It's like I don't know. I think it's like Lionsgate or something. Mm. I don't know, something like that. But it looks okay. All right, all right. Fair. I like that. Like the premise for it. So. Me too. Like John Goodman. Like John Goodman. <laughs> He's a good boy. He's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do you want to talk about Detective Pikachu? Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Um to be honest, this looks fun. It <laughs> I had no idea how this was going to work. Yeah. And then I saw it and I'm like, "Okay." Like I could give less of a shit about Pokémon. Yeah. But the way they're playing this off, they're it's almost kind of like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit for Pokémon, it looks like. Yeah. A little bit. Um I am down with the way it looks and i guess i heard too that there was a i think like an instagram artist or whatever who was putting out um his creations of like a lifelike pokemon and yeah. he was hired on through instagram oh like, wow to be on the production staff to like design the creatures and stuff oh shit so i was like oh that's pretty sweet because like it's a live action movie and all the characters even like the well especially the pokemon have a live actiony look yeah. So Pikachu looks like a, yeah, like a rabbit with like yeah. Rabbit it, looks like, it looks like a big yellow cat rabbit. Right. right. <laughs> the only thing is, like, I thought some of the designs still don't look like they could fit in reality. Yeah. So I mean, like, maybe you fall into it as you're watching. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But I was really thrown off when Pikachu started talking, and it was Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But I don't know, maybe you fall into that too. Like I we said that like right as that was announced that Ryan Reynolds is gonna be Pikachu and we're like, What the fuck? Yeah. It's going on with this movie. <laughs> and it I think it totally works because I guess uh the the main character in this besides Pikachu is the only one that can hear him talk. Mm-hmm. Otherwise everyone just hears him Pika Pika in. Yeah. <laughs> so and that's even said in the trailer. But like, yeah, I I'm more curious now. That I've seen it on how good it's gonna be. Rather I know. Than like what the fuck? Is it looks this? like fun. Yeah, but I, I, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know shit about Pokemon. <laughs> I watched enough when I was like a kid when it first came out to America. Yeah. So I only know like the basic level, fucking <laughs> entry level shit. You're a fucking noob. I'm fucking basic when it comes to goddamn Pokemon. <laughs> but I think that's all they're really playing up on, like. For, like, the 90s kids yeah. who, like, have a vague knowledge of, oh, yeah, I used to collect those cards when I was a kid, and then never, like, did anything afterwards. But, yeah, I don't know. Detective Pichu looks odd, but still kind of engaging. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm, I might check it out, depending on how, uh, how it uh, is received. Same. All right. That's it. That's all I got. All right. That's all I got to say about that. Well, that means we're in the review of your turnaround of movies. <clears throat> of course, uh, we had Jerry Maguire versus the Princess Bride. Yes. Did you see one, Troy? No, I didn't. Well, uh, we didn't get a lot of votes this time. Well, that's too bad. I retweeted it and everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, Jerry Maguire came out on top all right kind of a surprise i thought princess bride might kind of take it but... i thought that too but i also did vote for jerry Maguire. i did too i was more interested in jerry Maguire. <laughs> i've seen princess bride too i know i've times. seen it i've seen it enough i yeah. i want to i want something different yeah so there you go jerry Maguire moving on in the review view tournament of random movies which means we're moving on to our next matchup 
the most racist matchup in review, <laughs> review, tournament, random movies history with crazy rich Asians versus white men can't jump. Yes. <clears throat> Which means we got our trivia. We got three facts from one movie, three facts from the other. Two could be from either or that is spread randomly throughout. It is Troy's job to figure out which fact goes to which film. Troy, you ready? I am. More ready than I've ever been, ever. Good. Fact number one. I'm not ready. Oh, God <laughs> I'm <just> damn it. Kidding. <laughs> Are you coming down with what I I know. I'm, you're, oh, you're, no. spreading, you're spreading your, <laughs> your voiceness. I'm getting smoky in here. Fact number one. An expert on a certain activity was brought in to teach one of the main actors, even though he claimed to already be pretty good in said activity. After working with said expert, the actor said it was the most embarrassing 15 minutes of his life. I'm going to have to say white man can't jump. Yeah, I know. I, it was really hard to try. <laughs> it was really hard to try and to, to uh, mask that. But A certain yes, person was... came in to show him something that he maybe was bad at yeah. or not. Keep in mind, one of these is a basketball film. That might not be the activity, though. The other one, he came in to show him how to Asian. <laughs> Or how to be crazy rich. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. It could be like something where it's like, hey, show me how to yacht or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't fucking know. Cook an omelet. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, it was, it was uh, White Man Can't Jump. Uh, number two, Troy. Yeah. A sequel is currently in the works for this film. Um... I'll also say White Man Can't Jump. No, Troy, that's Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm working on a sequel. It, I guess it's like a three-book series. Oh, okay. I didn't so know that. So they are uh, making a sequel to Crazy Rich Asians as we speak. All right. All right. Uh, number three, Troy. One of the lead characters in this film had no acting experience before this movie and hosted a travel show. Hmm. Crazy Rich Asians? Yes. The uh, the main actor in the film only had experience hosting a travel show before this film. Oh, okay. Cool. Good for him. So there you go. Yeah, the guy's big break. He's like in everything now. I heard he was like in like three movies this year alone. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, number four, one of the actresses was supposed to wear multiple wigs throughout the film, but after wearing a particular one, she wore it throughout because it made her look like a certain celebrity. White man. Nope, Can't that's jump. Crazy Rich Asian. Really? Yes. The, uh, Aquafina. Oh, okay. In the film, uh, was supposed to wear multiple wigs throughout, but then she found a blonde one and wore it throughout the entire production because it, she said it made her look like, quote, Asian Ellen. <laughs> great. <laughs> Can't tell if that's racist enough, but uh, great. Uh, number five. Yes, five. One of the main actors had to cut his honeymoon short to do reshoots. Mm, white men can't jump. That's also Crazy Rich Asians, oh Troy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Also white, also crazy rich Asians. Uh, number six, Troy. <laughs> this is the favorite film of a legendary director. I, uh, 
White Man Can't Jump. It is White Man Can't Jump. God, it had to be sooner or later. <laughs> Fuck. The legendary director, Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> what? <laughs> no fucking way. Double this check is that. Stanley fact. Kubrick's favorite film. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. All right. So it says on IMDb. All right. It's got to be true, then. It's got to be true. Uh, number seven. The director of this film successfully sued the studio that this film was released under. Uh, White Men Can't Jump. It is White Men Can't Jump, yes. Okay. I don't know why the director was so pissed at... I think it was like some kind of rights thing or whatever. Oh, okay. Sure. But yes, White Men Can't Jump. Last fact, Troy. The writer of the film said he knew what the title should be before he even wrote a word of the script. Huh. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians. No, White Man Can't Jump. God damn it. <laughs> I should have went with my gut on that one. I'll try. I you are going to throw me with all those Crazy Rich Asians <laughs> answers, but fuck. <laughs> nope. All right. I got you. I got you, yeah, bitch. I got half of them. Well, there you go. Four out of eight. Four out of eight. Jeez. Four out of eight ain't bad. Man, it's not good. It's not passing. <laughs> well, all. Troy, you're not 100%, so... I mean, I'll that's true. Thank you. Thank you for giving me a curve I'll, on this one. I'll accept you. <laughs> so there you go, Troy. Thanks. <laughs> so Crazy Rich Asians versus White Men Can't Jump. Troy, you got a favorite in this one. Um, The fans might be on your side this time because they got Jerry Maguire through. That's true. I don't think I played my hand last week, though. No, you didn't. Um, Do you want to risk it, Troy? I don't really. Well, you know what? This one, I don't really care who wins because I want to see both of them. Okay. Really. Okay. Crazy Rush Asians, I'm kind of upset that I missed this year. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen White Men Can't Jump. Yeah. So I don't care which one that Well, wins. you know, Troy, we got our uh, our uh, What We Missed episodes coming That's up. True. Oh. Oh, my God. Jesus. I'm like an, a fool. I didn't fucking <laughs> mute this goddamn shit. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, so yeah, I don't care what wins whatsoever. We oh, we shall see. I dursted. Oh my goodness! I'm still oh dursting. <laughs> I killed them all. Killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. White men can't jump versus crazy rich Asians. Then our last uh, quarter. I love a quarter final <laughs> match will be Beer Fest versus the Lone Ranger next week. Oh boy! Then we get into the. The nitty gritty, nitty gritty of the semis. After that, okay, all right. It's next week's. I don't know about next week, man. Beer, Beer fest. fest. <laughs> oh. I already know what I want. <laughs> Anyone doesn't remember my tirade of fucking like a few Beer weeks fest. ago or Beer Fest one. Fucking Beer I just Fest. Just complained on the internet for pretty much a whole day. <laughs> Fucking beer fest. <laughs> Curse you all for fucking <laughs> picking beer fest. You stupid asses. See, now here you go, Troy. Now now beer fest Play is probably gonna hand. fucking win. Play my hand. Piece Son of, of a shit. Alright. Well then after that hot incident, I'm gonna be going right in to the main event. Right at the top of the card. Here we go. The main event tonight. Spider-Man 2002. Yes, in honor of the late, great Stan Lee, who said in a Facebook Q&A oh. that his favorite superhero film 
so far is Spider-Man because he feels like everyone kind of got it right after that. Uh, all right. I half agree with that. <laughs> Not all of them were winners. No. But after that, but I think this definitely is sparked like, like, a fire. Yeah. I think he, he insinuated that this is where... This is the film that gave future comic book films their footing. Yes. I 100% agree on that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, dropping May 3rd, 2002. Summer Rally. <laughs> uh, with a budget of $139 million. God, they had a lot of faith in this. <laughs> yeah, they did. Holy shit. Domestically made $403.7 million on a theatrical. Very run. justified <laughs> faith. And worldwide made $821.7 million. God damn it. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 90%. Uh, Jesus. IMDb has it at a 7.3 out of 10, and Thrill Me Softly gives it 3.5 out of 5 stars. Ooh. Yeah. Um, this is actually the first film to gross $100 million in its opening weekend ever. Really? Yes. And no other film has been able to do that even with inflation. God damn. Right. This is the first movie to ever do it. And that blows my mind that that ha even with inflation like that's never been broken before up until this but now yeah. it's just so commonplace i know <laughs> that like they just shove it's almost kind of like if your movie doesn't make a hundred million in its first week and you're kind of a failure right it's so <laughs> fucked up well now they like blitz krieg like all these blockbusters into like five thousand theaters yeah so it's like and they'll release them Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. Instead of, like, Friday night at midnight. They'll yeah. They'll have them at Wednesday at 7. Yeah. <laughs> so they have the, all these extra days toppled onto it. So it's like shooting fish in a barrel to make $100 oh, million. Um, And I think that's... Oh, and it's also the number one grossing domestically... Oh, let me start that sentence over. That sucked. Number one domestic grossing Spider-Man movie... Um, compared to its other ones, um, mm -hmm. even with inflation. Yeah. So domestically, this movie made more than every other Spider-Man movie ever made after. <laughs> even, I think you brought it up when we talked about Spider-Man 3, yeah. I think. And it even beat Spider-Man Homecoming domestically, yeah. which I found odd because I thought that would have been like a big deal. But Spider-Man Homecoming actually comes in fourth. Oh, shit. Like, it, it pretty much is them in order of release yeah. of what their domestic gross was, mm -hmm. except for Spider-Man Homecoming yeah. comes in after Spider-Man 3. But I mean, I think for like the casual viewer, I bet they're just see, all they see is Spider-Man is like, well, we've, got, we've had plenty of Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I've seen a Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, Which this is that point, the, yes, they have. <laughs> yeah. But like, this is the Spider-Man. Right. The first Spider-Man movie. All right. This is the tip of the iceberg of yes. what a Spider-Man movie could really be. Yeah. So give JT, that, that sauce. What go? What went into this sauce to make it just uh, an an excellent uh, entree? Well, we meet up with a young Peter Parker, mm -hmm. who is just the kind of the the nerdy kid in school. Yep, a school made up what seems like primarily of thirty year olds. <laughs> I think that was one of my notes. <laughs> Yeah, where, like, the teacher looks like the youngest person in the group. <laughs> <That's exactly. laughs> okay. But, uh, yes, on a field trip to a museum 
he is bitten by a crazy mutated spider that gives him special abilities. And uh, while all that is going on, a desperate Norman Osborn is hell-bent on selling a formula to make super soldiers. Right. And when all, everything seems to be falling apart, he decides to test it on himself, which turns him into a crazy maniac that calls himself the Green Goblin. Yes. And we see what happens when these two identities clash with oh, one another. My goodness. There you go. There you have a Spider-Man. 2002, right there. Bada-bing, bada-boom, you got a Spider-Man. Bada-bing, yeah, Spider-Man. Um, I uh, just want to start out saying I really liked um, Danny Elfman's score to this. Oh, my God. Yeah, that the opening credits to this, that, mm-hmm. that score. Like, every time a Spider-Man film started, I always look forward to that opening credits that Danny Elfman does. Yeah, I, I think... Other than Batman, I think this is his most memorable movie score that he's done. Yeah, I don't want to say that and like totally renege on it, but I, I pretty, I'm pretty steadfast on that opinion. I really like, and I think this is the only Spider-Man theme. If it was playing, I could besides like the '60s like cartoon or whatever, yeah, which just says what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I could pick this out and say that it is Spider-Man. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. Other like I, if you played the Amazing Spider-Man theme to me right now, I would be have no idea yeah. what it is. Oh no, <laughs> I have no fucking idea. And I think the only reason that you would know the Spider-Man Homecoming was because they played or they like sample the '60s cartoon Spider-Man. It's like do 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 yeah whatever. Anyway, just saying, Danny Elfman's score really great in this, and he like um goes back to it two more times and kind of tweaks it for every movie. Yeah. But like, I, I really enjoy his score yeah. quite a bit. And this, I, I was actually watching this movie with dinosaur Neil. Oh yeah. And we were reminiscing about it cause it was coming out and he was like, do you remember owning this soundtrack? And I'm like, yeah, I, I had I, it. Yeah. I think everybody had it. And <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a pretty great soundtrack. It was a pretty too. fucking awesome soundtrack. Yeah. They had some cheesy ass, uh, songs in there like i'm pretty sure there was like some like shitty some 41 song in there and oh, stuff yeah. too but that it was played like in the credits and <laughs> it, that song is so bad that it didn't even show up on my phone as like what is playing <laughs> like it like right as the movie ends it plays that chad kroger and uh yeah fucking hero song i, I fucking love that oh song. my god i remember when i heard when i would hear it it gave me goosebumps. Yeah! Like that's, <laughs> I still get that feeling when I hear it. I'm like, I fucking love that song. Yeah. The only time Chad Kroger <laughs> will ever give me goosebumps is singing Hero. <laughs> and then there's... And then right after that, that Sum 41 is played in the credits, and it was just fucking awful. <laughs> and I couldn't even place who sang it, and Neil, right off the bat, he's like, this is the last time Sum 41 did anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is also the first in 02 <laughs> this is also the first and last time macy gray was ever relevant oh my god they even don't even let her sing in it she's like about to sing and they cut away oh my god so when me and Neil were watching this we had we had a running joke of like oh they got their start in this movie they got their start in this movie because there's a lot of actors in this movie oh, that yeah. have gone on to do big things since, oh yeah regardless if this was their first acting outing at oh, all yeah yep 
But like <laughs> Macy Gray appears like I don't know, a third of this way through this movie, and we're like, oh, Macy Gray, she got her big start here. <laughs> and her end. <laughs> because she didn't do anything after this. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, the score is memorable, for sure. That's what I was going to get around to. Mm-hmm. Um, fun casting news for this. Okay. Nick Cage and John Malkovich were considered for the Green Goblin role. Really? Before Willem Dafoe eventually snagged it away from him. Yeah. Uh, I know. Remember, John Malkovich was going to be the Vulture. Yeah, if they ever did a four. If they ever did a four. And that never came to be. So they must have just kept him in the wings. Yeah. Hi-yo. Pun intended. (laughs) Check that one off for me. Yeah. Um, As you check it off on your... (laughs) As I check off all my news, yeah. Uh, Also, Leonardo DiCaprio was considered once for Peter Parker. Man, that had been really old. Yeah. Uh, uh, how, well, how old was he in 2002? Old enough. When did Titanic come out? Like Titanic 96? came out like a 96. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Would have been a bad tad older. Um, but I think that was also when Jim Cameron was also attached to direct. Oh. And, like, had his own weird thing going on with yeah. it. Yeah. But then after that was, like, dropped, then Sam Raimi took over because he yeah. convinced the studio because he had, like, a ton of comics at home or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only reason they really Look at hired. these books I got. You're hired. <laughs> oh, you must really know the guy, huh? Like, well, I bought all these books. <laughs> then, oh, yeah, you're on. You're on, Sam. Um, so, yeah, this <laughs> – let me go through my notes. The one – the fir- I kind of had them all – chronologically here but yeah yeah, i wanted to say that this movie moves really fast it does like i know peter and um norman osborne have their powers in like the first 10 15 minutes i know yeah peter parker is on the field trip where he gets his powers in like five minutes (laughs) yeah and norman osborne shortly thereafter yeah because it's not much after it's like i think like when peter feels sick and he goes to bed norman gets his powers (laughs) yeah that's true and like not only that but like they also at the field trip um start building out peter's life already he's like he's kind of a nerd he's kind of forgotten he doesn't live with his parents he lives with his aunt may and yeah yep like all these things fleshed out it's like boom 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 knock these out so we don't got to tell about oh yeah later yeah i thought this for being a uh an origin story it played itself out really well i thought everything in this movie was very well thought out plot wise yeah because it all made sense on how it connected together Mm -hmm. and nothing ever really felt contrived or like no. shoved in there no and i thought it was i thought it was really well done and i only thought of that like even after the movie was done i'm like that all flowed really well yeah there was never really a like a lull in the movie really yeah because i remember when when we talked about uh spider-man 3 we you uh brought up how like sam raimi like his original vision for spider-man films was always to kind of link back to that original spider-man that he fell in love with mm-hmm. and you can definitely see a lot more hints of it in this than i thought you could in spider-man 3 oh yeah for sure like a lot of like especially like, the way he shoots things too like there are like some things that i just fucking laughed at where it's like when um peter is like looking at cars because he wants to buy a car to impress mary jane and then he sees like the wrestling ad and then he just like they have like these like weird like stills fading in and out of the like, cars and mary jane's face <laughs> Where I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. And he just has like this like faraway look in his in his in his face and smiling and then like he sees like there's like a faded 
image of a car driving by with like Mary Jane's face smiling and it's like this looks so cheesy but it works so well all the time drawing Spider-Man costumes yeah. and then graphing yeah. paper yeah they just do like these weird like uh, Mary Jane face wipes while he's like fucking like drawing his Spider-Man logo where I'm like god this is so like I wanted more of I, I wanted more of this shit like in Spider-Man 3 where it's like yeah. it, it makes it so like kind of dated in a way but it's like dated in a good way where it's like you kind of feel like that that like inspiration and and when he does shit like that yeah um and they even do like the weird close-ups too like when uh norman wakes up after the fucking uh gas bath right and they like do like the big zoom on his face was like and he like grabs the dude by the throat back to formula (laughs) yes Hawks him through the glass and then a metal shelf where he couldn't, where he obviously dies. Yeah. And then he still does his pose where he, like, <laughs> he flexes every muscle he can and just fucking like poses on that fucking. <laughs> on the ledge of that window, right? <laughs> My God. Willem Dafoe does not choose scenery in this. He goes to an all you can eat scenery buffet. <laughs> <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, but I never feel like it's not he warranted. Is, my God. He is so... the. I want to beat the shit out of the person that said, put a mask on that man. No shit. Because I... he even found ways while wearing the mask to still emote where you're like, I can see your face through the mask you're emoting <laughs> yeah, so hard. Right. If there was one downfall of this movie, it is that Green Goblin costume. Yeah. Because they do set up that that flight suit that goes along with that glider can is green or whatever so you're like oh, i guess you can yeah. wear that blah 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 but where does he get that helmet i know they even have like a scene when he's like sitting in his in his uh mansion or whatever and he hears like a voice and he's looking at like these Incan masks where i'm like why don't you have him like wear one of those or that, something yeah, i never thought of that until i watched it this time i'm like why doesn't he have like a tribal mask or something yeah, if you're gonna he, cover his yeah, face he has like a room full of these weird tribal masks and it's like you can just easily make up one that like look, looks like looks like a goblin and he wears that yeah but he has this weird fucking power ranger bad guy <laughs> helmet that yeah. he found somewhere i have no idea <laughs> he had to like manufacture it somewhere right yeah And then they do shit where it's like he has like the visors that go over the eyes, but then when he like puts the visors up from that, like he's you can see him emoting where it's like at least not have the visors over his eyes. Right. Like when he's just talking to like he'll do shit where like and he's when he's just talking to Spider Man, like he pulls the visors up from his eyes where it's like but he still can't figure out who he is. Where <laughs> yeah. it's like, what? So then, why do you even have that? Like, it's like, oh, you're really hiding your identity by covering your eyes. Right. <laughs> I um. Have you ever seen? I think this the original Goblin makeup that they scrapped went is like online somewhere, and I it looks great. Yeah. Like it's like prosthetics on his face rather than like a full on mask. Yeah. And I think it looks awesome. Yeah. Like they really all they needed to do was like airbrush his face green. Yeah, and because he's got a gobliny face, and it, it's it's so good. <laughs> yeah, Even so. like just like instances where he's just like he's like suspecting somebody or he sees something and he gets like that fucking like goblin esque look on his face where you're like, ah, I want that all the time, right. <laughs> yeah, the whole time, right? But yeah, he does chew the shit out of the scenery. But God it's damn it, so great every it's time. It's so he does perfect. Them. Yeah, every time. Um. If I could also applaud anybody else, I would also applaud Tobey Maguire for being 
just pathetic yeah. in this. Like, he's supposed to be. Yeah. But, like, there's some stuff in this where I'm like, God, you come off like such a dork. <laughs> but you're, you're supposed to. Yeah. I liked him more in this than I did in 3, for sure. Yeah. Like, I, I think, like, the origin really helps him out a lot, where it's like you see where he starts and then what he turns into as it goes on. Yeah. Like, I think he plays up a lot of the origin stuff pretty well. Like, how he kind of reacts to all of it, and, like, how he kind of falls into stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, all the origin stuff in this I kind of liked a lot. Like, they they find ways to kind of, like, show you his powers through his eyes sometimes. Yeah. Like, the, the fight with um, Joe Manganiello. Yeah. <laughs> Flash maybe, Thompson. Maybe Deathstroke. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> fight with Flash Thompson when it's, like, things are, like, going going slow around him. Where, like, he throws the punch and he's like, looks at him and then looks at the fist and looks back at him. Where it's like, oh, so it's like his, like, spider sense makes it so that he's, like, aware of everything. Yeah. A lot, lot can, more than anyone else. He can process stuff, process stuff a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if we can backtrack a little bit, I do want to talk about that teacher that's giving him that two. Oh, that my God. Yeah. It. He is the shortest person in that whole class. <laughs> I, even like the extras look like they're thirty. Where it's like, what is this high school class? I, I know, like I, my note. This is exactly what my note is here. Um, the teacher in the beginning is as old or younger than the thirty-year-old students he escorts around. <laughs> and then I was also telling Neil, like, why do they take any shit from this teacher? Because yeah. even Peter Parker could whoop this guy's ass. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> the way that he scolds them every time he scolded kids, I was loving it. Where he's like. What are you doing? <laughs> the next time somebody talks, a... you will fail this course. I this, kid you not. This is unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. You will fail this course. I kid you not. <laughs> Me and Neil, all my brothers would just say that shit to each other all the fucking time. Like, and anytime we wanted each other to shut up, we would be like, the next person who talks will fail this course. I kid you not. <laughs> And like when he comes up to Harry, like after he's talking to Mary Jane, he's yeah. like, You talk to that woman's entire presentation. Let's talk about how you listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's like his scolding. He is <laughs> so good. I wish he was in more of the movie, yeah. but he's not. He's He's out. like a beatnik when it comes to scolding. <laughs> like I want to see him like wear like a fucking like fedora. Right. And just, like, Hey, <laughs> you are talking. You get a demerit. <laughs> also, on this rewatch, too, both me and Neil realize that, like, after he gets bitten by the spider, he comes home and he's like, um, I don't feel so good. I think I should go home and crash. Like, why? He should have been smart enough to be like, I think I need to go to the doctor. Yeah. Because it is this giant sore on his fucking hand. Yeah, he knows what it is. Like, yeah. I think I got bit by a super spider. Yeah. Um, I should probably go home and maybe sleep it off, even though I feel like I'm dying inside. <laughs> I wonder if I'm getting superpowers. Yeah, no way yeah. you're thinking that, bro. No shit. <laughs> yeah, I would be freaking the fuck out. I'd be like, there is a giant fucking spider bite on my hand. Yeah. I'm dying. It looks like this thing needs to be lanced right now. <laughs> yeah. But instead, I'm going to sleep it off. Hopefully, I wake up with abs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, like, when he gets, when he wakes up, he's, like, jacked, but he's not, like, I worked out jacked. He's, like, I just didn't eat today jacked. Yeah, I, I noticed <laughs> that, too. Like, it was weird that, like, back then, I thought he looked fucking ripped. Yeah. But, like, now the Marvel movies come out and people are getting, like, oh, yeah. super cut. Like, Hugh Jackman set the bar for, like, I'm only gonna eat chicken breast for a year. Yeah. And then dehydrate the shit out of myself the night before by heavy drinking. Yeah. So I wake up with, like, no fat on me whatsoever. Oh, yeah. But he looks like if I overnight turned into a Spider-Man, I this is what he would look yeah. like. Yeah. It just looks like... He his, looks attainable. Yeah. yeah like, he, like, his pecs are a little bigger. That's about it. Everything yeah. else is, like, I just didn't eat for like a week and mm-hmm. then i just did a bunch of fucking bench press yeah <laughs> but yeah i i actually kind of respected that that it was like kind of subdued a little bit yeah like, spider-man's not like a captain america beefcake so yeah like i i appreciated that. yeah like everything everything is pretty subtle for him becoming spider-man up to when he has the fight with flash thompson where it's like why didn't everyone be like oh Peter Parker's probably Spider-Man. Yeah. How did you do that double backflip just Yeah, then? oh, you did a double backflip. Oh, okay. <laughs> if somebody ever comes out as a superhero, I'll know exactly who it is. Yeah. What was that uh, cummy stuff coming out of your wrist? Your that cummy atta- stuff! <laughs> that, that attached to that tray. Was that webbing? Did you do that double backflip? Yeah. I don't know, man. It seems pretty Spider-Man-ish. Yeah, no, Mary man, Jane was... doesn't get suspicious until she kisses him, though. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. <laughs> what an idiot. Um, can I just say? Can I just say this that I still don't like Mary Jane in this. Um, I like her in this, but I don't feel like Kirsten Dunst is the correct actress to play Mary Jane at all. I yeah, I, probably I she not. Was fine in this, but I I just I don't know. I still didn't like her because she still kind of comes off as. A bit of a gold digger and very, <laughs> and like just very like I can't even see what Peter sees in her. Like she never seems interesting. She's just uh, no. I think it's just because they they. Li- what I also forgot in this too is that they were next door neighbors for like their whole lives. So yeah. maybe that's the reason. Uh, yeah, maybe. But it's just every time he talks to her, she's more asking him about what he thinks of her. Where it's always like. Everything she brings up, it always goes back to. So, what about me? What do you think about? What do you think I should do? Hey, don't tell anyone about me. Don't tell me what I anybody what I did. Or it's like she's like she always steers a conversation back to herself. Where I'm like, I could only take that for so long. Where I'm like, good lord, get over yourself. <laughs> oh, I did. I guess I didn't pay too much attention <laughs> to that, but I don't know. Just the because like she rubbed me the wrong way so much in Spider-Man Three, so I was in this where I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is the one where she'll redeem herself. I know she will, but it is she did more of the same shit where I'm like, God, you almost got. I mean, you're probably worse in Spider-Man Three, but it just shows you didn't grow up at all. <laughs> Maybe it's the fact that you just don't like women. I think that's what it. Yeah, is. I just hate women. <laughs> no, but. I think if you're going to establish, like, a love interest, at least make her interesting. Yeah. She never really comes off as interesting. She's just more about herself. And then she never says anything where I'm like, oh, she seems like a charming person. She's just, like, she's all about, she just, like, steers the conversation back to herself all the time and never really seems to give a shit what Peter's doing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. To argue against that, I think Peter Parker's a pretty selfless character, so, like... He would naturally want to talk about not himself up until, like, later movies where he gets kind of cocky about it. Yeah. Like, 
I can see. I don't know, whatever. I don't know. I'm just not a huge just, plot point or anything like that. No, but. I just I I was looking for things to be like. What does Peter Parker see in Mary Jane? And it's just every time she's just. I'll tell you what he probably did see. Probably her in her bra once because their rooms are literally right across the the oh, fence they, from yeah. each okay, other. Okay, so yeah, I just <laughs> saw an underwear once and was like, "Yep, that's the one for me." Yeah. <laughs> Me and Neil said, like, you can literally reach out and touch her house from his bedroom window. That seems like a mistake. I also, so like, <laughs> I turned on the subtitles for the argument that her parents have with themselves when she runs out crying. Oh, yeah? And it is the dumbest argument. <laughs> what, He's what like, go buy me beer! <laughs> I was like, I'm not buying you beer, you buy your own beer! Get over here, woman! Do the dishes! <laughs> it's just... just it's yelling such, nonsense. He's just yelling nonsensical drunk horse shit at this, at her, at this poor mom. I love it. <laughs> I heard... I heard him when, he's, when she ran out and said, like... I heard the dad say, do the dishes! Or whatever like that. But I, I would have loved to. <laughs> and I just turn on the ca- closed captioning because I'm like... I can barely hear what this dialogue is, so I turn the captions on, and he's just like, Go on, give me beer, woman! <laughs> like, I'm not buy you, buy your own beer! I'm just, you just sit on your ass all day! I'm not, I'm just, I'm a hard-working man! Go do the dishes like a real woman's supposed to! <laughs> give me a beer! <laughs> he's just yelling misogynistic, God. drunk horse shit! Oh my. <laughs> oh my God, it's... <laughs> It's so good. Um, a little fun fact for EJT hmm. that uh, this is probably known to everyone. But I like just bringing it up that that scene where Peter Parker like catches Mary Jane in the lunchroom yeah. and all that stuff drops onto the tray was done practically. Oh God! Yeah, and it took 156 takes to get it right. Oh no! Uh, they did it by having like some super sticky substance on the bottom of everything. Oh! So when it dropped, it just stuck to the tray. But it took 156 times to get Jesus. it right. I feel like there's a better way to do I that. I feel like if you would have done it with CG after the 50th, yeah, no try, one, no one would give a shit. No one would cared. But like, I feel like that's just a dedication to Sam Raimi that like, yeah, now nah, we're going to do this practically. And I actually think there's a lot of practical stuff in this too. I think there is too. Um, there's obviously some CG moments in this. There is, but I feel like with those, they do them far back enough where you can kind of suspend your disbelief for it. Um, some of them, there is one where it's kind of bad where he, <laughs> a, where he runs after uncle Ben's killer and like masks himself for the first time and like chases him yeah and jumps onto the building where he like turns into toby Maguire into a plastic mannequin <laughs> like it is night and day and i know they try to sh- like cheat and shadow it in the darkness yeah but like it's still pretty bad but and also like some of the weird cg where peter parker is just out as peter parker running across rooftops yeah there's a f- those are yeah those are terribly green screen but they oh, make yeah. me laugh like the one where you can just tell like Tommy mcguire's just swinging his arms up to his face so it looks like he's running and it's just a green screen like yeah. moving behind him. i know there's like, all those scenes when like when he already jumps to just get right into his face and he's going <laughs> and they like zoom back out and like the big cg version of him is running yeah 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 stuff like that makes me laugh yeah um another 
uh, thing that I wanted to specifically ask you about. Yeah. Is the whole $3,000 for a wrestling appearance in the yeah. paper. Would you like to elaborate on uh, that doesn't have... what sort of fallacy that is? <laughs> that would never work. I mean, the way the promoter treated him afterwards is how it works. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing... There is, there is no <laughs> way... First of all, wrestling doesn't work like that. We don't bring in people off the street to fight Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it's Bonesaw McGraw. Oh, Thank my bad. Much. Yeah. Yeah. No one comes in to fight Bonesaw McGraw for $3,000 if they last for three minutes. Yeah. But no, promoters will fuck you out of money very easily. <laughs> I I was hoping you would be watching this and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh no, I I knew this scene was coming up and I was like, okay, yeah, this Sam Raimi doesn't know what happens and doesn't know anything about wrestling. Right. And obviously because like Peter Parker's actual wrestling match with Bonesaw is literally just him kicking him in the face. It is! The whole thing, <laughs> he kicks him in the face repeatedly and then like gives him like a... Uh, and then, like, fucking just, like, kicks him into a, into the cage. Right. And then he, like, jackknifes on the ground, and then somehow he wins. Yeah. <laughs> no, there is no way. Nobody knows how these wrestling matches work. Like, Bonesaw pins one guy, and he throws another the guy flying. through a table. Right. And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, Spider-Man kicks him into a cage. Yeah. And he just, like, freaking yeah. flops on the ground. What are the rules hey, to these matches? Hey, we got the winner here. You knocked him down. Yeah. What and are then the, the rules? promoter's like, yeah, $3,000 for three minutes, and you pinned him in two. They gave so him $100. He, he's like, you didn't even pin him, first of all. Yeah. You just made him fall down. Yeah. Yeah. And then wouldn't that be $2,000 if he made him last for two minutes? He broke the rules, man. The contract stayed at three minutes, so know. he could do whatever he wants at that point I don't time. know, man. Yeah. Uh... uh Ben Parker in this. I yeah. liked him a lot. Me too. Like the small, like small talk he had with Aunt May. Right. In this, I was like, I like this guy. Right. He's just like everything he says is just like he just talks about how out of like out of <laughs> out, out of touchy. Out of touchy is like yeah. I don't know, May, all these kids these days. <laughs> oh Jesus, even computer needs analysts these days. Yeah. <laughs> what is this computer? Computer analysts, computer hackers. Good. Ah, man, man, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm too old and not to do computers. I'll yeah. tell you what. Let go after 35 years, man, I'm on my ass. <laughs> he's, he's so good. Like, yeah. He just, he just Cliff seems Robertson like, kills it in this. Yeah, he's just a, like a, like just a quintessential old man. Which I love a lot. And um, the scene where he takes... Um, Peter to go to the library or drop yeah. him off at the library where he's supposed to be going or yeah. whatever. I really like that talk in there too, where he's just like yeah. trying to give him like not the birds and the bees speech, but like, hey, your body's changing. You don't know yeah. like, really what's going on. Like his build up to like the with great power comes great responsibility line. Like it, he he makes it make sense at yeah, the yeah, end. It comes out naturally. It yeah, never it never. Yeah, like it doesn't feel like it's like wait for it, guys. Wait for it. With great power comes great responsibility, and now you're jizzing because it's from the fucking books. <laughs> yeah, I felt it was so naturally just. Yeah. I'm like, man, that is a well done, Cliff. Yeah, <laughs> like he made it feel like he was a guy that genuinely was was worried about Peter and like where he's going. 
Yeah. Where he's like, I, I'm just going to lay it out for you. Yeah. And even though they um, they had Martin Sheen as uh, Uncle Ben in the Amazing movies. Yeah. And I didn't hate that choice either. I liked him as Uncle Ben in that too. Yeah. But like, he didn't have much to do. But even then, like, they tried to shoehorn that line in mm-hmm. to even, like, make it different where he doesn't say, like, great power, great responsibility. It says, like... Something just left of center of that, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I felt like they did it 100% with this, got the message across, and he's such a charming fella. Oh, and yeah. so when, like, even Peter, like, kind of shuts him down, he's like, well, you're not my dad. Yeah. He's like, okay, well, I'll pick you up at seven. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I actually feel. I know. Like, he, him. yeah, like, he, like, Peter he didn't. Parker's being yeah. a little pussy about it. <laughs> like, he wasn't, like, he wasn't, like, crying or anything. He was just like, okay. I'll pick you up later. It's just like, but he does it in a way where it's like subtle enough for you're like, oh man, he's, he's fucking broken. He's kind of yeah, it kind of broke him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like he's not like completely broken, but like that that kind of like twisted the knife a little bit in him. Yeah, Jesus, like, so it was like actually I thought pretty heartfelt. Like even though when like Peter always comes up onto him, where he's like, that's my uncle, and he's like. Yeah. I sent, the, I sent it to you in a message because I I always I love that one so much. I'm just like, I actually seeing it, actually seeing it. I'm like, oh my god, that's heartfelt because like he can't say anything else because he knows he's dying. Yeah, and then. But, like, I will always make fun of the way he says Peter in the. <laughs> Until it gets to a point where I'm not even making words anymore. Yeah, Uncle Ben in this is uh, immaculate. Yeah, like, no, I I loved him in this. I'm, I almost wanted him more, but it's like you can't ask for him for too much because right. he has to die to make him Spider-Man. Right, and he does, I think, come back in a few instances in later movies to, like, reprise the role. Yeah. He comes back in three. Yeah, he does, because he has... To, the Sandman killed him, so he had to come back and, like, reprise that whole yeah. thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> me and Neil were actually making a joke when uh, <laughs> when the guy who steals the cash runs out of the, the fucking promoter's office, and he's like, Look out, man! Sandman's gonna kill your uncle! <laughs> <laughs> we're like, Ugh! Yeah. So groan-inducing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what did you think of Aunt May in this? I mean, she was fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I've seen her in the other ones or, or whatever. I mean, she was. I don't know. It was just, I I loved Uncle Ben so much in this that like Aunt May almost kind of got overshadowed by him. Yeah, but I I mean, she's fine. I think she she plays more prominent roles in the other two. Yeah, than she does in, in this the second one. I feel. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. I always liked her too. I I could never really get. Behind the choice, I guess, of getting Rosemary Harris in there. Um, I never really connected with her as being Aunt May, but maybe yeah. I, I did when it was first coming out. And now I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of like other iterations. Like Sally Field was fine. But like, yeah. I don't I, I don't know. She wasn't really that. But I really like Marissa Tomei as kind of oh, Aunt yeah. May now. Hot like, Aunt May. Take, taking like a whole different <laughs> spin on it. But like. I I guess I've never been like a huge <laughs> into Aunt May anyway, so yeah. like she's always just kind of like this burden that's always just in the background or whatever. Yeah. So it really could be anybody. Just something else for Spider Man to save. Yeah. Um 
I really thought that the father-son relationship between Harry and Norman was really well done. Yeah. Especially tied into, like, now they live together after high school. And, like, there's that whole interweaving between them, um, those two boys and Mary Jane. Yeah. I thought all that naturally worked into a And, like, Norman, cohesive... like, kind of, like, drawn more towards Peter because he's, like, the smart one. Right. Yeah, I, I thought all that worked really well, and they set it up in, like, no time. Yeah. And I feel like it was flawlessly executed. Yeah. Even when, like, Norman is saying that super dickish stuff in the elevator. <laughs> like, oh, oh, my God. Do what you want with her and then bag her or something. Oh, like, like, Get what you need out of her and then broom her fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does broom her fast Broom her fast. I forgot about that. <laughs> broom her fast. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Willem Dafoe in this so much. <laughs> but that, but I want to argue with Mary Jane with that because, like, he comes in after that whole thing just looking, like, defeated. And she's like, thanks for standing up to me or standing up for me. Because she's like, selfish. But, like, he kind of did. Like, he's like, don't talk to her about that way. And then he's like, oh, yeah. broom her fast. And then shuts the elevator door and leaves. So, like, he can't really get another word in. He comes in just like, that sucked. And then she's like, thanks for nothing. Yeah. And he's like, I fucking tried. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> yeah. He's my father. <laughs> it's like, anyway. I kind of liked James Franco's Harry in this because it's like, he seems like a likable guy, but then you'd have like small instances here and there where it's like, oh, you're really fucking stuck up. Because right. there's like that one time when like, he's having that conversation with Mary Jane and she's like talking about how great Spider-Man is. Because uh-huh. he's like, he's like, like, incredible? Really? Incredible? <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm going to buy you something. Because I want to. I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy you something. <laughs> it's like, that's that's like his go-to. Right. Or it's like, if he doesn't know how to, like, measure up, he's just like, well, I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, let me just buy you something. Because I want to. What do you mean, incredible? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he, it's subtle enough in this, like, as opposed to, like, Spider-Man 3, where he's acting like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, like in this, he's like, he, like he seems like a nice, like he seems like a, like a nice guy that you would hang out with. Yeah. But then, like he'll play, he'll like pull pull out the rich card when he right. feels like What's inferior the, yeah, or the, like and, defeated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he needs to pull out like this last ditch effort. Yeah. Or like he'll he'll come off as charming at first, but then it's like, oh man, I don't feel like I belong here. I got a lot of money, guys. Want me to buy something? <laughs> Anything you want. <laughs> Yeah, I'll buy you something, guys. I got a lot of money. <laughs> Don't forget it. <laughs> uh, um, when he finally becomes Spider-Man, I thought all oh, the action was pretty well choreographed. It's not, I don't think, as well choreographed as, like, future superhero movies end up being. Yeah. But um, I thought uh, all the action was pretty well pretty well done like it had nice tension to it and everything yeah. and had a nice build and a nice kind of payoff and yeah and everything's kind of set up i almost love like some of the dialogue during the fights like the dialogue during the fights feel a lot like like how you always said sam raimi loves the golden age like it's right. very golden age style dialogue with like yeah. goblins saying we'll meet again spider-man <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah impressive yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! And this was I I argued with Neil that like 
speaking of his dialogue, that this movie didn't have first we attack his heart in it. And it does. Yeah. I told, I thought it was in Spider-Man two or three. Oh no. It's, it's definitely it's, in this. Yeah, it starts in this. God damn it. Oh, I lost that bet. Yeah. I owe him nothing, but just morally feel defeated. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, yeah I, he does so much shit in this where it's like attack his heart, but then he never kills anyone he's close to. Mm-mm. He just <laughs> savagely threatens them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Burst into Aunt May's house while she's doing her like Lord's Prayer. <laughs> Finish it. Finish it. <laughs> so she gets taken to the hospital hysterics until peter gets there yeah i can only imagine how long it took him to get there and she's still hysterical those horrible yellow eyes eyes. So, oh my god! But I love that shit though, because it's it's played up so hokey and almost melodramatic. Yeah. But it's that it's that fucking Spider-Man that Sam Raimi loves, and he stays true to it. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I I I that's why I, I commend this one a lot more than like Spider-Man Three, where it felt like they were trying to do every kind of tone known to mankind, and <laughs> yeah. they didn't work together at all. But in this, right. like, they. They start out being like, this is going to be a hokey-ass Spider-Man film. Right. But we're going to play it up in a way where it's still going to be fun. Right. So, like, the hokiness almost builds on the story itself. Right. Even, like, like uh, J-, J. Jonah Jameson in this, like, his scenes oh are so much more fun in this oh, yeah. than in Spider-Man 3, where it's like... He's having three different conversations at the same time, where it's <laughs> like the guy comes in and is like, Page 7, Jonah! <laughs> Where it's like, I'll talk to him later. And then he's like, talk, well, I gotta find out page one first. And he's like, talking about fucking putting Spider Man on there. And then, like, the other guy comes in, like, saying, like, we got three different advertisers that, that bought quarter half pages or whatever. Yeah. And he's just like, charge charge them 50% less, but then get the same thing or whatever. And he's just like, fucking, like, yeah. he's like having these all these conversations and he's like, talking, he's like, like playing businessman while he's trying to figure this shit out. Yeah, all the time, like, Betty's talking to the glass. Your wife's on the phone. Hang up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but Jay- then like all the shitty things he does but then like they give him like a scene where it's like oh he's an actual like upstanding like uh uh boss of the paper when like goblin like threatens him yeah or it's like who takes his pictures of spider-man and he won't give up peter's name where it's right. like after all the shit he does they still give him one scene where he's like a noble like uh, yeah. noble boss of the paper yeah i i picked that up on this watch too he's like oh man he could have easily just been like it's that kid over there yeah oh peter <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i really dug like jk simmons like steals it oh, every single time it's a in, perfect j jonah jameson in any film i like him regardless of what it is mm-hmm. it's always great and like i wouldn't care if he's in the rest of the Spider-Man movies, just as J. Jonah James. Yeah, <laughs> just keep bringing them back as like, Jameson. It doesn't matter. Like, he's, he did it perfect. There's yeah. no one ever that will be better. <laughs> no one will ever take over the Jameson role better than him. Yeah, it's true. Anybody will be just doing a cheap imitation yeah. of J.K. Simmons. So even in don't the, even in, in, in the Spider-Man game, they make it where, like, uh, J. Jonah Jameson was fired from the Daily Bugle, so he runs a podcast. <laughs> so, like, throughout the game, 
you get episodes of his podcast, and it legit sounds like J.K. Simmons. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, he's he's great in this. Um, also, uh, Betty Brant, uh, played by um, fuck, Elizabeth her, Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, I mean, this was like before she got really big too. Right before she did all those Hunger Game movies and like was everywhere. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, pretty solid. Uh, yeah. Ted Raimi coming in, uh, being just a punching bag for J. Jonah Jameson. I love it. <laughs> he's so, yeah. <laughs> he's the he's the guy that comes in with, yeah. like, the page page seven Jonah. He's like, I'm worried about page one. <laughs> we have two advertisers. Got a three-quarter page ad for <laughs> Move on to page eight and give him 10% off. I uh, have 5%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he, he drops down so fast. I was like, 50%. 10%, 5%. He's just, I'll get out of here. Okay. He's, he's like fucking them over in mid-sentence. <laughs> oh I loved it so, so much. Yeah, he's... Oh, God. He's so fucking good as Jameson. Yeah. Um, jumping to the end of this film where uh, Green Goblin has Mary Jane in his clutches and he's got the Spider-Man make a choice. Yeah. They do the scene. they do the Batman forever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where they either... Give the one you love or save the kitties. Save the kitties. <laughs> and like, so he drops them both at the same time. Make your choice, Spider-Man. <laughs> and like, wouldn't you just shit if you were the kids and saw him running towards Mary Jane? I know. <laughs> I mean, like, no. He's like, got to make sure I get her first. <laughs> so obviously he saves the day for this. Okay. So this is also after 9-11. Yeah. Like, Pretty close after 9-11 oh, yeah. this was made. So much that some promo material had to be pulled because it included, like, the Twin Towers in it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few posters which showed, in the reflection of his lenses, the Twin Towers. And there's a whole trailer that was taken down because he catches a helicopter in between them in his webbing. Oh, shit. Um, you can find that online, but, like, it was a promotional material, like... That was taken down after September 11th. Oh, yeah. But also relevant in this movie is super patriotism for New York City. The last, like the last, there's like a, oh, yeah, the patriotism of New York City. But then like the last shot of the whole movie is like him in front of the American flag. Yeah. yeah. And that's always rang through through all of the Spider-Man films. Yeah. Even the amazing (laughs) Spider-Man, there's always a scene where he's in front of the American flag. It's weird. (laughs) Because, like, I noticed it, um, I think there was some YouTube channel or some podcast I listened to where they were like, it's weird that, like, at the end of almost every single Spider-Man movie, he poses in front of the American flag like Superman or some shit. Yeah. And I haven't been able to not see that every single time. It's weird. Maybe it's a weird Sony thing. I don't know what it is. Not that I care at all, but, like, it's just an odd thing to chuck into every movie. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but, um, so Spider-Man saves the day, obviously, um, with the help of New York City, the yeah. other character. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. <laughs> so everyone's hucking wrenches and their groceries at Green Goblin and yeah. everything. It's, it's a, it's a lot more atrocious in the second one, I think, though. What happens in the second one? When he stops the subway. Oh, yeah. That's a good scene, though. I like that scene, but it's it's way more like, he's one of us, man. We gotta, go, we gotta help him. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if that was so much as, like, the post-9-11, like, uh, patriotism. But or... no, I, it, there's definitely, like, 
there's hints of like he's a New Yorker and like yeah, all three he's of just them. One of us. He's yeah. just a kid. Yeah. We're yeah, we're New York. We gotta help him. He's <laughs> yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, we won't tell anybody Spidey. Yeah. Like, I think I wanna say there's something in the third one too where everyone's like, We're New York <laughs> Like I think in all Maybe. three of them there's something <laughs> that where people or New York has to be a character in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm walking here. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting a New hey, York Spider-Man. <laughs> Gotta get a slice. <laughs> Shout out to all of our New York listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, after um, all that action is taking place at the bridge, the Green Goblin snatches up Spider-Man, takes him to this abandoned warehouse area or whatever yeah. i don't know what it looks it like is. a fuck yeah it looks like a, a broke up ass house like, yeah where the fuck where would there be a place like that in new york not a clue <laughs> um but needless to be needless to say like spider-man takes it to green goblin there and hoisted by his own fatard yeah. uh green goblin ends up getting the business end of his glider right in the dick right in the worst in the place. dick <laughs> he got stabbed in the dick yeah, he did. <laughs> i was gonna say it's the worst place to get stabbed ever I, like I, right in the i dick did not zone. remember it being that low when i watched like he got stabbed in the dick yeah and so it really and burner cleaned his wounds <laughs> We always know Bernard cleaned his wounds. Bernard cleaned his dick wound. Yeah. Oh, my God, Bernard, <laughs> you freak. Bernard over here fucking jerking off a dead man. Also, Bernard in this just letting people into the mansion like it's his and job. shit. And he's got brown hair? I, like, he geez, young he, and spry. In no this. shit. He fucking aged a shit ton and, oh, like, fucking... horribly. Like, four or eight years or some whatever the fuck, whatever three was. 800 years later. Yeah. <laughs> that was shit... He fucking freeze-dried himself after fucking... That's probably why I never told it, Harry that that Norman died. He was over here fucking like, trying to freeze-dry himself. Came out looking like goddamn Father Time. Oh, Bernard. What a, what a bozo. Um, like, guest guests from three? The fucking idiot. Yes, Bernard. Fuck. <laughs> Get some food. Um. Yeah, so... Uh, and anyway, that's pretty much Spider-Man. It all it ends at Uncle Ben's funeral, I believe. Or no, it it's at, uh, Norman's, Norman's funeral. funeral. And then um, because he's like, I'm gonna get Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and then like that's that's the ending. I think like two out of the three Spider-Man movies end in a funeral, which is weird. Doesn't two end in a funeral? I don't think. No, that ends so. with like Spider-Man jumping off at like while well, he's at a wedding. Or Mary Jane's in a wedding dress. Yeah, Mary Jane's in a wedding dress because she's supposed to marry Jameson's, Jameson's boy. Bah. Jameson's boy. <clears throat> I want to say it's three ends in a funeral, doesn't it? No. no. Maybe I'm just fucking high. You just fucking. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um. Uh. Before we move on, did you see the exo suit? No. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like uh. I found I saw this like and I made a point of it and I wanted to make sure to bring it up. So their whole thing that the uh, the reason that uh Norman tests the super soldier shit on himself is because the the government is gonna pull their funding and funnel it into this exosuit. Right. It's supposed to be like this big state of the art fucking thing. Oh yeah. Oh I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This yeah. big state of the art fucking thing 
And so it's like, well, either you get this down in in uh, in a week, or we're pulling our funding. Right. So then he tests it on himself, and then the shit happens. So then the general is at the is at the the demonstration of the exosuit, and they show it, and it looks like a fucking giant silver dildo with a fucking cannon on the top of yeah, it. Yeah, the clunkiest piece of shit I've ever like, seen in my life. The fucking glider with the ex- with the suit at Norman's place looks way better than that shit yeah it does. Like, it look, the dude looks like a fucking oscar meyer wiener in a fucking <laughs> with legs yeah with legs yeah. and a fucking like small cannon on the head and then Terrible. after he's up there he's like oh something's coming i don't know what to do you're in a fucking exosuit that's supposed to be the state-of-the-art fucking <laughs> yeah defensive military thing. operation yeah, yeah he's like uh something's coming it's gonna blow me up i don't know what to, i don't know what to do guys oh God, i'm just gonna blow up oh i'm no. just gonna look at this thing and die ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, wow so the government yeah yeah they put all their eggs they put all their eggs basket. in that shit fucking basket <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. because That Neil, exosuit looks shitty as hell. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> it's so designed so poorly. Like, it's just a man in a tube. <laughs> and that tube has legs and a cannon yeah, on it. It's like a big gray pill with legs and arms with a like, cannon on the top. That looks the shittiest, like the shittiest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. And you're going to funnel all your money into that, the government. <laughs> That's what some of the government would do, man. Stupid government. Um, there's one more note that I also wanted to bring up when Spider-Man is off doing Spider-Man stuff, kind of like in the second act there. Yeah. There's like that burning building right before like the goblin screams like a woman to draw him in there. <laughs> <laughs> but like that woman's like, my baby's up there. And I'm like, I was thinking like, why didn't you grab your baby on the way out of the building? Yeah. Or... Were you not in the building and just left your baby alone? What kind of delinquent mother? Yeah. Do, you don't deserve that baby back. And, like, the building explodes twice while Spider-Man's in there getting the baby, and yeah. then it just comes out. Yeah. And Spider-Man does a front flip out one of the windows, and he's like, is this your baby? And she's like, yes, it's my baby. But it's like, God bless you, Spider-Man. You don't deserve that baby, you delinquent <laughs> bitch. <laughs> What are you doing? You ran out not saving your loved one? Yeah. I hope Spider-Man shows up to save my baby. What are you doing? <laughs> Going out for a smoke and just leaving your baby upstairs, you piece of shit? She probably set the building on fire. What a bitch. She wanted the life insurance on that baby. God, she's the real villain of this movie, yeah. I tell you that right now. She probably now. wanted the life insurance on that baby, then Spider-Man saved him. Like, God damn it. What a... Sp- bless you, Spider-Man. <laughs> God. God bless you. God bless you, Spider-Man. God fucking piece of God shit. bless us, everyone. God damn it. I gotta um, take care of this kid. <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much all I gotta say about Spider-Man besides giving it its final grade. Yeah. Um, what would you give uh, Stan Lee's favorite superhero movie? Well, I had a lot of fun with it. I, I was I was a little skeptical going in after we did Spider-Man 3 where I'm like, are these good? <laughs> and then going into this, I was like, you know what? I had a lot of fun. Me too. It's... It, it, I think it still holds up even to this day. Like it really, even like the cheesiness about it was almost kind of refreshing where everything superhero nowadays is so serious. And like, we have to tell this very serious story with some dark undertones. Right. But with this, it was like Stanley's doing, or uh, uh, Sam Raimi's doing these fucking like 
weird still shots of like that are fading in and out of like over shit where I'm yeah. like, God damn it, I love this. Mm-hmm. Like if it, it was so much fun, so I'm gonna a, a decent B plus. I liked it a lot. Um, I remember when this movie came out. It came out like on a Friday afternoon or whatever it was, May third, and I played baseball in high school. And I hated it. So I knew the movie was coming out. And I had my mom pull me out of that baseball game to go see this movie instead. <laughs> and when I did, one of our friends also played and also did not like to play baseball and asked to come along. And so she pulled both me and Davey Albright out of, <laughs> out of the baseball game to go see Spider-Man instead. Oh, my God. It was amazing. I'm surprised this one wasn't one of those let's go to this and then eat Pizza Hut afterwards movies that we had. <laughs> Well, I think we were older enough where we're probably going to uh, to the bigger theater in another town. Uh-huh. But all, I remember you and me, like, for the longest time, like, especially, like, ones that came out, like, in the mid to late 90s. Yeah. You would go to, like, a smaller town that had a theater, and we'd go right. see a movie there and then eat Pizza Hut afterwards. Oh, my God. Every single time. <laughs> I don't know why, but because like, we couldn't drive back then. But your mom always insisted on going to that two-screen theater. Yeah, every single. She, she time. hated going to the big one because she hates traffic. So she always ever. <laughs> so she always made us on crack. <laughs> so she always made us go to that small town with the two-screen theater that sucked. <laughs> But well, it was Pizza like, Hut was pretty great. Pizza was awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, we'd always do that. Yeah, like I think because uh, they brought up on uh, credits due, they're doing the Lost World. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's one of those movies. I, yeah, that was the one of the movies <laughs> that we saw there. I don't remember drawing a dinosaur on the on the fucking placemat there. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, Spider Man, great. It, I definitely. Wanted to go back to see if, like, I remembered it as good as I thought it was. And I wasn't disappointed at all. Like, yeah. I thought it was a campy, fun movie. Yeah. It really had no fat to it whatsoever. Yeah. The origin story, even though we've seen so many fucking origin stories nowadays, like, this one felt, like, genuine and refreshing where, like, you can actually see the look on his face when he would do cool shit where I'm like, that looks like fun. I yeah. want to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> if there's any downfalls I'd give to it, it's like a weird green goblin design, but even then the acting overtakes the design. So like, that's fine. And like they did do a few CGI things that were of its time. So I can't really knock it for that, but they don't hold up for now. Yeah. But even then, like I had a great time with this movie again. Hell yeah. And when this movie came out, I was all Spider-Man all the time. Like (laughs) I collected, I had a shrine in my bedroom of Spider-Man stuff (laughs) from this movie's inception. Like they had a Dr. Pepper, like, uh, sponsorship or whatever where they had all the characters on the cans and I would I collected the cans I would just barely crack them open to drink the soda out of <laughs> and then keep the commemorative cans at my house <laughs> um, but anyway needless to say like I give this movie like a solid A yeah like, I, I think it's still one of the better superhero movies out there oh yes like granted though they've come out and been more serious and really have a solid story and you can yep. follow them from arc to arc yeah but this one is like you could watch it as a one and done and it's yeah pretty much perfect i think yeah no i had a lot of fun with it yeah i enjoyed it yeah 
Um, so there you go, Spider-Man, yeah. Stanley's favorite. Yeah, I, holds up quite a bit. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't rent it on Amazon, so I had to buy it on Amazon. So oh, now did I, you? I own this on Amazon. Oh, I the just... two movies I own on Amazon right now are now Punisher: Warzone <laughs> and Spider-Man. <laughs> That's okay. Mine are weird too now. Like it's like Brigsby Bear and like. <laughs> Some other weird stuff that I couldn't ever rent. Um, but I have the disc for this one, so yeah, there you go. Um, well, is there anything else that you've been into this last week, JT? Um, well, I saw a uh, DVD from a, from a Netflix DVD oh, sure. <clears throat> called uh, Never Going Back. I took it from a recommendation from another podcast that I listened to, and uh, it was it's actually really funny. Okay. It's it, it's like imagine if uh it's always sunny wrote an episode of two broke girls that lasted an hour and a half. Okay. Cuz it's it's you're following like these two these two girls that are 17 that dropped out of high school and now they work at a diner and you're watching like their trials and tribulations of trying to raise enough money so that they can go to like this beach resort for like 3 days. But like they're like dirt poor and like their roommates are drug dealers <laughs> and like there's so much shit that happens in it that's fucking funny as hell okay and like uh sean mooney is in it he like he plays one of the roommates okay. and just like he's all about like just hitting on them weirdly <laughs> all right even though like he like he looks like sean mooney so he's like in his late 20s and he's like always like hitting on him where okay. it's like hey i saw this on the internet is this your ass <laughs> Like, no, get out of her room. <laughs> well, can I see to make sure? <laughs> like he's just like, I don't know. This is like, there's just like funny shit throughout where it's like, they're like people that are just like complete shit bags, but they're funny. So it's like, well, I like you now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but no, it, it it's a it's a fun film. It's it and it's smaller too. So look out for it. I think it, it's pretty fun. What's it called again? Never going back. Okay. All right. And, uh, of course, I saw the film Overlord right. that we were supposed to do today, or tonight, and uh, it's fun. Okay. I liked it. I uh, <clears throat> I like Bad Robot because, like, they, even when it's, like, a film that they don't really seem to, like, stress too much, like, it's always strikes me as, like, a B film with, like, more of a budget. Uh-huh. And, like, uh they find like a really cool mixture of like war film with a horror film uh-huh. where like, like the first half hour to like 45 minutes is like a strict war film, mm-hmm. like down to like they're being shot out of the sky. And then like they come down and like, even when they're just like walking to this town, like they'll just have like a conversation. Then someone gets blown up by a mine out of nowhere. We're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then shit just fucking happens. And then, like, when, like, all that stuff kind of subsides and they get into, like, the haunted house, like, mad scientist bullshit where it's, like, a lot of that is, like, pretty fucked. Okay. Like, they're, like, zombies and shit, but it's, like, there's, like, one where, like, one of them is, like, dying, so then they inject him with this bullshit that, like, is supposed to keep him alive, but then they, like, get, like, super fucking insane where it's, like... They, like, bend themselves in half, and then they put themselves back together, but you can see, like, the bones protruding out of their skin from when they bent Ugh. themselves in half, where it's, God. like, it's it gets gross at times. Like, there's, like, a, like the main villain blows half his face off, and they keep it that way. Ugh. Up through where he's, like, fighting them off, where it's, like, Jesus Christ. 
Like it's violent, and but I I liked it. I th- I thought it was I thought it's a fun. It's not perfect, but it's a, it's like a fun B movie with like more of a budget. Okay. So, okay. I would say check it out if you get a chance. If you can. <laughs> if you can, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And uh, Kurt Russell's son Wyatt Russell's in it, mm-hmm. and he has like some some pretty good Kurt Russell-y moments. Like I want to awesome. see him like. I want to see him do some like Kurt Russell type shit. All right, cool. Because he was in um, Black Mirror. He was in that uh, the one about the video game that's in your head. Okay. Like that's him, Wyatt oh, really? Russell. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, cool. but I've, I've, every time I see him in movies, he always plays like some weird hipster or whatever. Mm. So like in this, this is like the first time I saw him like in an actual like action type role. Mm. And there's like so many times where like. He's like, his face is covered in blood, and he's like, get out of here. And we were like, you, you fucking look like young Kurt Russell right now. <laughs> Perfect. Anything, anything else? It's fun. Um, Me and Molly started watching Breaking Bad again. Oh, yeah? It's Get prepped for that movie that's coming out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's fucking good. <laughs> like, I forgot how good it was. I've had the itch for like a few years to go back and yeah. rewatch it. And Even the like... small things they do, because Molly said that when she watched it, like she was kind of rushing through it because she was just. I think I was like bar- letting her borrow the DVDs or something when she was watching it. Uh-huh. So like she was just like she was just like watching like okay whatever. So now we're like watching it, like thoroughly watching it, and she was like I don't remember this at all. Like what the fuck happens here? Yeah, I want to <laughs> say like maybe the first two seasons I raced through. Because I was trying to catch up before a new season dropped or something like that. Yeah. And I think I did borrow them from you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was the same way. I doubt I would remember barely anything from the first two seasons. Yeah. Like, I I pretty much remember everything, but like I'm at a point where I'm like, oh, fuck. I forgot how good this was. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I even, like, I'm at a point where it's like, I didn't know things happened so fast. Like, they'll do things where it's like, shit. They're doing this now? I thought this was, like, way later. Mm, <laughs> like, yeah. everything is about it. It's so good. Like, we're almost done with uh, season three. Okay. And I remember season four being so fucking good. Which one's season four? That's, like, all of, like, the the Gus, okay. Walt shit, where yeah. it's, like, they're kind of playing cat and mouse with each other. Okay. Ugh. That's good. Breaking Bad. So, so fucking good. good. That's so good. <laughs> um, Sweet. Good deal. Yeah, and that's it. Um, I've been doing, uh, not a whole lot this last week. Yeah. Had a bit of a exciting Monday, so. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was seeing all about it. Yeah, um, I was in a bit of a car accident on Monday, (laughs) so, uh, that's been taking over pretty much any of my life the last couple days. Um, I'm fine, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I was wondering why you only had one leg. (laughs) Yeah, so I got it soldered off, it's all fine. Um, uh. So, yeah, my car is totaled. They towed it away today. Oh, good. So I'll have to eventually probably find something else pretty soon. So that'll yeah. be a chore. Ugh. But until then, I'm renting a pretty sweet Toyota Corolla. Ooh. Toyota, sponsor the pod. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please, God. Um, uh, so that's that. Um, I've also, just to get, just to get like a... 
just a taste of what Red Dead 2 is like. I've been watching some YouTube videos of, like, funny things that are done in Red Dead 2. Like, yeah. weird happenings. Mostly it's all just people getting bucked by animals, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> so... I've been really enjoying that. No, no, I, I'm, I watched a video of a dialogue sequence that got stopped because a woman got fucking <laughs> taken out, by a plowed by a deer. Yeah. I love that. Like, like, that's pretty... Thank you for saving my life. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much that's all the videos I've been watching because I don't want to really spoil story moments or anything. Oh, like yeah. Because I want to yeah. eventually actually play it. Yeah. But so I've just been getting like little tastes of it here or there. So that's been good. And then also Netflix put up like, two more seasons of great British bake off. Yeah. Like their first season that they actually did in Britain that they, for whatever reason, didn't air in America. And then like their, maybe their latest season that aired in Britain. Yeah. Whatever. So we've been watching that because we like uh, a good, nice quaint cooking show. They started putting jeopardy up on Netflix. Yeah. I saw that. I thought that's a weird addition to Netflix. (laughs) It is weird, but whatever, whatever you want. Hey man, whatever you want to do, man. It's whatever, like whatever floats your boat. Yeah, no shit. So you can never you can watch like any episode, and it's all the same. But yeah, did you did you hear that Alex Schmidt? I guess is killing it on Jeopardy. Yeah, I I saw <laughs> like he, I saw like him, he's like, like Ken Jennings, Jennings that shit. Like he's annihilating people. I I think he retweeted something, and I'm like, oh shit, good job, Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. he's been out there for. Is he still on the show? I don't know if he still is, but I've been listening to. Uh, daily zeitgeist and like uh jack o'brien is just like yeah he's like killing people by like thousands of dollars every yeah. fucking episode the one screenshot i saw is like like was beating somebody by like ten thousand was like, <laughs> and i'm like jesus christ i didn't know he was such like a like a genius yeah was awesome I have to I have to go just follow yeah. up on that later today. Schmitty the clam over here. Oh, Jesus Christ, killing it. Yeah, that's that's all I've been into this last week, JT. Right on, Troy. Uh, well, what do we got coming up for Monday? Well, for Monday, uh, since uh, we weren't able to do Overlord, uh, I thought a nice little kind of transition into our next episode that was supposed to be World War Two based, right. based off Overlord is to uh, visit a character that Stanley first encompassed with Captain America, with Captain America colon the first Avenger Okay. from World War II. Okay, okay, I like where your head's at there. So kind of get that transition from Marvel to World War II. All right. And uh, our episode for Wednesday that won the poll will be talking about saving... Private Ryan. Solid. The day before Thanksgiving. Yes. So give thanks while uh, we watch the events of (laughs) (laughs) D-Day. And then, uh, are we doing our leftover turkey episode? Yes, that's right. I have the poll for leftover turkey. Okay. I'll pull it up. I have found four awful films from this year. (laughs) And uh, let me pull it up. Here we go. So I found four terrible films. I'll let you people, I'll put a poll out and let you people decide which film that we do this year of awful films. <laughs> Here's the four. I've got Gotti. Oh, my. <laughs> okay. Hurricane Heist. Never even heard of it. <laughs> you never heard of it? I don't think so. 
Oh my god. A bank heist during a hurricane? Great. <laughs> a wrinkle in time. Okay. And the I thought I would throw in a really shitty horror film from this year. Truth or Dare. Oh my god. So there is the four that we'll do. I look forward to this episode every year, but then anytime I hear like the contenders, I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> I heard Gotti was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a, a podcast that I listened to that, like, reviewed it because they saw it for whatever reason. And they're like, there's a line in it where, like, Gotti's son died or something. And he's like, he died without even a pube on his prick. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even have a pube on his prick. <laughs> That's what you say at the funeral of your dead son. That's what I want. Yeah, if oh, if I ever God. have a dead son, I'm gonna say that at his funeral. Jesus Christ! But Didn't yeah. have a pube on his prick. <laughs> Christ. So oh, there you go. The, the the power is in your hands, people. Which film will we do for our leftover turkey episode? Our annual episode after Thanksgiving, where we review one of the worst reviewed films of the year. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I almost added the film Show Dogs. Did you ever hear about that? Uh, that sounds like, familiar. Will Arn- uh, I didn't want to do it because it was like just another talking animal oh, yeah. movie. But it's like Will Arnett is undercover at a dog show. And I guess this takes place in a reality where dogs can talk for some reason. Ugh. And like his partner is a dog that's voiced by Tracy Morgan. Oh, no. <laughs> God. It looks awful. Uh, I almost added it, but I'm like, I was thinking Didn't like last year we no last year we did like Book of Henry. Didn't yeah, we? we've been doing a lot of family films, so I wanted to like add more like all ages type stuff. Yeah, or it's like more fair. maybe R rated stuff. Yeah, but it's like yeah, because we did Nine Lives, which was a talking cat movie. Yeah, that <laughs> was bad. I also had Kevin Spacey in it too, which makes it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> We've done some real stinkers for uh, <laughs> for leftover turkey, but the power's in your hands, people. Yeah. Tell us which film we're going to subject ourselves to. What film are we going to give money to to torture ourselves to? Hopefully we don't have to give money to some of these. Yeah. Hurricane Heist, I think, is on Netflix, so please push towards Push that for Hurricane Heist. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, I guess... That's the next few episodes coming up there you down go. the pipeline. And then, yeah, and then the uh, the first two episodes in December, we'll have our uh, our uh, what we so our films to catch up on. Yeah, we'll and then I think we'll even year. kind of do those for our secondary episodes when we do uh, our Monday drops. Yeah, cool. When we do uh, Spider Man and uh, Aquaman. Cool. So we'll get a nice even base of films as we lead into our top 10 of the year in our first episode of 2019. My God. It's already one of our, one of our favorite episodes of the year. That's right. We say that about it like almost every, every, ever, almost every episode. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It is actually one of my favorite ones. Um, so yeah, there you go. There you have it. Uh, watch out for this Monday and vote for, um, the Tournament of Random Movies to see what's coming up down the pipeline. That's right. Uh, Crazy Rich Agents versus White Men Can't Jump. Um, and then, yeah, that'll be this show wrapped up in a little bow. I yeah. like that. 
Did we do plugs? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if we did. Um, you want to do plugs? Okay. <laughs> you want to start well, plugs? I, well, you know, you can find me at Buggy Fern on Twitter. Also, <laughs> Buggy Fern on Instagram. I'm at Buggy Fern on Snapchat. Troy. Uh, you can find me at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. All of our, all of our new episodes are also uploaded onto Facebook.com slash Review Review Pod. Uh, if you want to listen to us on our hosting site, we'd be more than obliged to let you do so at reviewreviewpod.podbean.com but if you don't want to do that we're on a multitude of platforms 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 such as uh itunes stitcher uh spotify we're we're everywhere babe um everywhere podcasts are sold so if you have a pod catcher out there somewhere you're more than likely to be able to find us um, if you do happen to use Apple Podcasts or iTunes, uh, you can rate and review us there. Because if you like the show, that helps other people find the show as well. And if you want, uh, want to write in just like good old Eric Olson did, yeah. you can do so at Review Review Be Pod. cool like Eric. <laughs> you can be- Hashtag be cool like Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you can do so at Review Review Pod at, Podbe- or no, at gmail.com. Rather. Uh, there you go. There's the plugs right there. There you go. So join us on Monday for our flashback of Captain America the First Avenger and then of course join us next week when we do our episode on Saving Private Ryan yes you know I just recently saw that like for the first time in its entirety like two years ago really for whatever reason I never got to it up until like (laughs) I was on like oh I remember no it was maybe like five years ago or so I borrowed Band of Brothers from you which oh, I yeah. still think I have here at my house. Really? Okay. And I think I, it's my dad's. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it is. But, like, I still think it's here. And I never finished it. But, like, I think what kicked that off is I watched Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. And I watched Band of Brothers afterwards. Yeah. For whatever reason, I didn't think I watched the last disc of it for whatever reason. But hmm. it's good. Well, it's on HBO Go. You can watch the whole thing on well, there. Tell me now. I didn't have that at the time, JT. <laughs> I didn't have it two years ago. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's the show. Uh, join us for Monday where we do our fly, 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 flash of uh, our transition from Marvel into World War II stuff with yes. Captain America, the first, first Avenger. Avenger. Uh, but until next time, I have been short of the max. Extreme. I am JG3K. And we are off. <laughs>